Hey folks, in this episode of the podcast, I'm speaking with Adobe about visual trends in the creative industry for 2022. This is Twitter. Welcome back to another episode of This Week in Photo. I'm your host, Frederick Van Johnson. Today, I have the honor of sitting down once again with my friend, Brenda Millis from Adobe. She's on the visual trend and research team at a little company called Adobe. They put together some research for you folks every year that kind of sets the tone creatively for what folks are doing, what kind of work you should be creating or consider creating, what are other people doing, all that stuff. It's all based on, I'm guessing, which we're gonna find out in this interview, the things that they've seen in 2021 or the previous year, what's going on or the zeitgeist of the world and what we can look forward to kind of extrapolating all that into future trends. So Brenda, welcome to the show. How's it going? It's good to see you again. Hey, it's good to be here. Really good to be here. It's going well. Just very cold in New York City today. But, you know, <sighs> oh, it's winter. but you're in New York. Come on. You're, you're in the amazing Mecca of the world over there. So I love it here, to be honest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Things at Adobe going great. How's, how's the big A? Things are great. I mean, we are not going into the office daily yet which or even at all a little bit because of omicron but um you know i miss my miss my colleagues but i see them virtually just like this yeah. every day but yeah, yeah things are going really well just because um it is such a, a different and strange time as we'll talk about with the extended pandemic but the fact is you know my whole job and my teams is based in creativity yeah. so we find a lot of um, inspiration and honestly solace in the work that we do yeah yeah no no absolutely i remember last time last time you and i spoke it was a year ago right and in you know as everyone on the planet knows a year ago from today it was pandemonium especially in new york and but you were safe in that apartment right i was, I was sitting here waiting to be vaccinated basically <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Can, can I get it? Can I get it? Can yeah. I get it, please? Can I get it? Yeah, exactly. You and the rest, you and the rest are maybe not the rest of the world, but you and a lot of the world were waiting for the vaccine. Yeah, yeah and, that's and cool. And I will say that, you know, my kid is in school and a lot of the normal things that we once upon a time took for granted have returned to life in New York City. Yeah. So there is, to be honest with you, a whole lot of gratitude. That's the silver lining about all of the the challenges we've all been facing for so long. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You don't know, yeah. you don't miss things until you don't have them. <laughs> yeah. oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's dive into this this trend yeah. report. You, you sent it over. I've had a chance to kind of glance through it. Very well put together, by the way. It's beautiful, easy to understand. Uh, and I look forward to these conversations as a photographer because it kind of gives me a bird's eye view of what's going on and what other people are doing and thinking and all that. I wanna I wanna just throw it over to you and have you kind of take us through it a little bit. I'll screen share the deck and you can kind of just go for it and tell us what 22 looks like, literally. <laughs> what it, and it will continue to develop to look like. You know, one of the things I, I do like to say before diving into the trends themselves is that um, there are gonna be 12 creative trends that I talk about, and they're broken up into three parts, visual trends, which cover kind of any type of work, be it still or motion or illustration, any industry. Then there's design, which is a little more specific to design projects. And then there's motion trends. So visual design and motion. So all in all, there are 12 
trends for 2022 that importantly, we feel strongly, we foresee continuing to develop and scale throughout the year. Um, so the forecast is released at the beginning of the year for creatives to see what will continue to grow in popularity, customer or viewer engagement, and therefore commercial appeal. That's the important mm -hmm. thing. So mm -hmm. this helps creatives plug into specifically the trends that are relevant to their work or their brand, if you will. Yeah. So we would never expect anybody to look at these and say, oh, great, all 12 trends, I'm on it. You know, it'd be maybe one, two, maybe three trends will be really relevant to helping creatives plan their, their projects, their production, or even just their image choice for the year. So don't, don't expect all of these to feel relevant to you personally as a creative. If that okay. makes sense. Yeah, it does. That's good. Okay. okay. Great. So I am going to give you just a touch of context since we know that COVID continues to hit regions around the world, both in waves and in variants, which has clearly created this feeling that maybe this pandemic is preventing us from moving forward. There's kind of this widespread sentiment that everyone is languishing, you know, a word we're all sick of. Um, but the creative landscape has been shifting and evolving in some really exciting ways, which I'm excited to talk to you about. But, and because of this long-term nature of the pandemic, we're seeing two major themes very quickly scaling this year from last year, as so many of us, all of us, are uh, really feeling long-term fatigue from uncertainties and continued limitations in participating in our social life. First of all, people are just hungry for optimism. There's just honestly an unquenchable thirst for some fun, some whimsy. So play, as you'll see in the first trend and beyond, it's evident across all ages, all industries, all brand categories. Second, we're even hungrier than ever for authentic, meaningful connection or determined to protect the well-being of our loved ones and ourselves. So these are the two central drives, both of which are really importantly, deeply felt and deeply human. They complement each other and the ideas that they're sparking with visuals needed to express them. And so we'll see variations of these two themes throughout. So now without further ado, let's look into the trends themselves. So the first is called powerfully playful. Like I said, that play is here now. Honestly, it's almost overwhelming how many brands and commercial campaigns are offering this theme of optimism, this playfulness. So this is a trend that is just offering delightful relief with bright, bold colors, games, dancing, animation, lots of animals, lots of pets, and, and a dash of nostalgia. So really for weary viewers and consumers across all sectors, it could be fashion or beauty, food and beverage, tech, um, this trend focuses on sense of laughter, enthusiasm, and hope. But what I want to really underscore here is that to me, what's fascinating about this trend is underneath all this whimsy, at the core of it is grit. There really is this determination to keep going and to smile and really keep on keeping on in face of the ongoing challenges. So this is a really important trend in a way that's a lot more powerful, that's the title, than it might at first seem. And this, and just just a real quick yeah. question I want to throw sure. in there. Is yeah. it, so when we look at that, you know, and mm -hmm. kind of the, the trend towards 
maybe is it is the trend heading in that direction because of you know the the pandemic and people have been sort of on lockdown and can't go anywhere and and afraid to travel and all that and now it's coming it's just sort of the the natural ebb and flow it's kind of the pendulum is swinging back in the other direction because i remember last time we did this there was a it wasn't this bright and exciting right and and i think that that's exactly it it's that since we can't go to the world for all these lovely variations of entertaining ourselves and really feeding our heart and soul with a variety of experiences these creative or these visuals are coming to us to offer us that relief that entertainment and but it does you know, it, it gives us hope, it gives us pleasure, and it really warms our heart. And we honestly need that to keep on going. You know, we really need some of that to bolster our spirit, give us a sense of hope and a sense of optimism. Everybody needs optimism, even, you know, in hard times. So yeah, it, yeah. it's that that appetite is so strong for the, the whole consumer or viewer, the audience. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Cool. So quite different here is uh, prioritize our planet. I think we all know that public concerns about the environment and climate change are at an all-time high. So last year brought one natural disaster after another from floods to fires. So we're continually being (laughs) served the reality of climate change. Now this visual trend is more than just a continuation of this ongoing movement towards greater sustainability. It captures really a scaling mainstream hunger for regeneration and honestly reversal of our course towards environmental devastation. As consumers really are gaining greater awareness or sophistication around environmental topics, major brands across all industries continue to emphasize their alignment with and commitment to these values. Yeah, yeah, good. And the third of the four visual trends is called the centered self. So once again, <laughs> with the long, <laughs> ongoing effects of the coronavirus, oh my gosh, how many times am I going to say that today? Still reverberating throughout the world. And the, even the uneven return to public life is introducing new stressors. We're all, all battling some degree from time to time or consistently of burnout and honestly self-doubt. And in uncertain or challenging moments, people have very much been turning in mass to the value of prioritizing and sustaining mental and emotional health. So think about even world famous elite athletes like Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles protecting themselves by withdrawing from high profile sporting events and the support they received upon doing so there is worldwide and growing mainstream acknowledgement of the right we really have to build and exercise strong boundaries in service to our mental and emotional well-being. Really yeah. important, really beautiful and profound trend. I just yeah, I love it's, this. It's made a lot of people, myself included, just sort of turn yeah. the turn the lens the other way and look at at yourself, and it makes you yeah. you could you could talk you know, a lot about, okay, I would do this in this situation or that in that situation. But, you know, military people will say, will tell you, you don't really know what you would do or what the person next to you would do until you're under duress or you have to make a life or death decision. And, you know, so it kind of, you know, this is, that's a very powerful sort of slide, this one, because it, 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 
kind of illustrates that, right? Yeah. And you're right, yeah. that doubt and am I doing the right thing? Should I do this? Should I do that? Um, like Simone Biles withdrawing, was that the right yeah. thing to do? Yes, of course it was, but Absolutely. what yeah. about that? You know, it's it's really good. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so happy you put that in there. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's again, some of these are so, so powerful, to be honest with you, it's just very moving. Yeah. Now here's something just for a little relief, but also gorgeous. Our fourth and last visual trend is called in the groove. Now, all of you may have started noticing that big mainstream campaigns have just been packed with dynamic movement, just everywhere you look, even in insurance ads, I noticed the other day. So also even just in still advertisements and visuals, images depicting the swirls of clothing or hair, the graceful lines of dancing bodies in motion are just everywhere. Mm. So movement as a central subject in ad campaigns is not just beautiful and visually inspiring, which that alone would be enough, but it's also a way for the viewer, for all of us to experience physicality without needing to touch. So even though we may be alone right now, working remotely, socially distanced from the people we want to be with, these kinds of visuals allow us this, um, this actually quite literal visceral experience of physicality. Again, another, just to me, this is another example of just how powerful visuals really are. It's just yeah. a gorgeous, gorgeous trend. And, you know, there is definitely overlap with powerfully playful here. Um, this optimism, this fun through fun, through beauty and play and movement. And now that you've seen this, you're going to see it everywhere. It's just so uh, popular and, and gorgeous. And I'm glad. You know, I'm curious about with the, with the movement on the sure. movement side of things, you know, yeah. the, the depiction of movement in a still photograph or a video, you know, but, but yeah. particularly a still photograph showing motion. We're all familiar with that. But in your research, what have you seen regarding the, the addition of motion into still photos? like cinemagraphs yeah. and those sorts of things. Oh, is that, so is that taking hold? Um, you know, cinemagraphs, which I love mm -hmm. are, you know, since I'm in the stock industry, cinemagraphs aren't really part of our collection. And I, and, you know, I would say that cause cinemagraphs are so beautiful, but maybe I would say they're not scaling the way GIFs are right. GIFs mm -hmm. are everywhere and yeah. GIFs are certainly yeah. extremely social friendly. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So a lot of what's taking off in this and actually there's a related motion trend too to this, just to let you know it's coming up because oh, good, clearly good. motion is going to be part of the motion trend. Um, I think so. We just decided to do it as a visual trend because stills are a big part of it, too, because the, the beautiful form and lines of movement can be captured in stills. But I'll talk about motion in a minute. Um, so, yeah. Definitely. It's anything that moves is taking off. So that's one of the reasons why the motion trends really are that important because Excellent. we know that motion's here to stay. Yeah. I'm taking that quote. Anything that moves is taken off. Brenda Miller's Adobe. I'm worried about that getting taken out of context. I know, right? <laughs> Please don't. Okay, so no. I'm going to go into our four design trends, which are glorious as well. The first is called soft pop. Now, as you can see from this picture, this slide, this is a trend that's defined by fun, pliable forms. This um, trend is largely characterized through 3D cartooning, character narrative, and frankly, just 
cute, squishy appearances. So yes, this is the design-centric relative of the powerfully playful visual trend. Soft pop is just oozing clearly with this playful optimism and these really sweet colors. Now, recurring elements would include emojis, cartoons, and symbols loaded with personality with soft, rounded, curved, and often exaggerated shapes and forms. That said, type is a huge part of this trend with dimensional bubble or other statement typefaces springing off the screen in advertising, lettering, identity, and character design. This is just gorgeous and fun. And as you'll see in the motion trends, this, this kind of squishy 3D element in visuals is just so satisfying and so engaging. Interesting, interesting, yeah. cool. I love this. Now, completely different. Um, it's funny because I love this in soft pop so much and they're just like almost flip sides of a coin. This design trend is called new naturalism. Now, the aesthetics here are defined by very clean modernism and almost a clinical elevation of the organic. Um, this kind of visual is inspired by artistically, art historically, process art, post-minimalism, but also clean living very big in the health, wellness, um, and beauty arenas. This is most prominently, therefore, um, appearing in fresh contemporary designs that are highlighting compositional elements to make a statement. And we're seeing it in industries, most notably, like I said, fashion, beauty, health, wellness, and interior design. Mm -hmm. In terms of colors, it seems a little stark at first, for sure. So you're seeing a lot of black and white and terracotta colors and hues, but they're mixed in with earth tones, like a mossy deep green, which kind of helps anchor this trend back to earth and stress the kind of slightly softer organic elements. I think this is just so sophisticated and gorgeous. It's kind of like, I'd like my, my life to look a lot like this. Me too. I love that. That <laughs> is that is me right there. Minimalist, earthy, so clean, you know, yeah. simplistic. Love it. Yet really sophisticated too. And I think mm -hmm. if it weren't for those kind of earth more neutral or earthy neutral colors, it would feel clinical. So it just strikes the right balance. Very nice. Very cool. And now on to otherworldly visions. Uh, this is drawing from incredibly imaginative, even slightly cynical notions or visions of a progressive alternate reality. This is melding influences from Afrofuturism, solar punk, and vaporwave aesthetics. These kinds of designs can also and often do include much softer color gradients, really ethereal illustrations, optical illusions, and really frankly, wild design combinations that blend and explore really dreamy contrasts. So again, this is a pretty sophisticated and honestly intellectually informed trend because it's inheriting high-tech elements from cyberpunk and sci-fi for sure, mm -hmm. but it's taking them to this new, beautiful, lush place with surreal gradients, 3D surfaces and textures, and really like literally out of this world fashion and set design. Um, and as you'll see, this uh, begins to very much dip its toes into the metaverse, which I will explore in our motion trends. Oh, good, um, good. So, so I'll hold my questions. Mark. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to go into the metaverse. Hold on. <laughs> you know, I saw that Mark Zuckerberg metaverse, those keywords up there. And of course, that opened up a bunch oh. of questions in my head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, our, our take is, is, uh, is quite 
different and a lot simpler and uh, clearer. So cool. our last Good. design trend for the year is called Heritage Craft. As the title implies, this design trend is celebrating creative craft and heritage. They're using handmade illustration and design elements and really kind of exploding with this layered, joyful maximalism. And again, these are designs from all over the world, and they're examining local folk art, patterns, illustration, and design, and presenting really hyper-local, like really kind of true to cultural heritage and regional art and design elements, mixing colorful, hand-drawn, and kind of chaotic elements with, to balance it, organic and geometric shapes. So beyond these geometric geometric elements, we're seeing an abundance of figures, nature themes, decorative serif or hand-drawn type. And really what, where you're gonna see this mostly, at least so far, is textile and pattern design, a lot of uh, packaging and identity design, illustration and seasonal layouts. Hmm. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, I love this. So now I'm going to uh -oh. take you into <laughs> metaverse. Here we go. Metaverse. And I'm so excited to talk about this because I feel that so many people aren't taking a moment, a beat to just clarify what the metaverse is because it, it needs to be defined so that people can understand the ramifications, you know, and the, the evolution of this place and space and trend. So what is the metaverse? Quite simply, it's just the world of shared virtual spaces where users can interact, they can connect, and they can explore online. So great, simple examples. Think of a Roblox. Think of Fortnite. Think of Minecraft. Those are metaverse spaces. Now, more and more brands we know are getting into the game. And what's important visually for all of us creatives and creative professionals is that now we're seeing an evolution of an actual style and aesthetic. So it's seeping out of the internet and into our physical reality with a deluge of visuals. They're incorporating digital effects, grids, and graphics to enhance all types of campaigns to speak to this growing audience. So the metaverse as an aesthetic is emerging as a mainstream concept, not just an actual destination. So its foundational aesthetic is evolving and creating a bridge between the digital and physical worlds. We are unsurprisingly therefore seeing this kind of visual content searched for more and more by our customers across virtually, virtually every sector, multiple industries. Demand here is rising very quickly and that's why I want to stress that this is becoming not just a destination, but an actual aesthetic. Yeah, I, I agree. And in fact, you know, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of hanging out right now, Brenda, <laughs> in the metaverse. So there you go. Like what? So you know what I'm curious about with with this stuff? What is it? This when I think of this world, the metaverse world, right? I think of or not, you know, like you said, it's not a world. It's a, it's, it's kind of like the internet, right? It is, it's, it's decentralized. You know, Mark decentralized. Zuckerberg doesn't own it, you know. Yeah, I, he I would love to own it. Yes, and that's yeah. where I think a lot of confusion came because I think he captured and started using that word before it really became a 
grew a mainstream understanding of the fact that it is decentralized. Right. Yeah. 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 And I, I think from a creative standpoint, there's so many opportunities there. And there's, you know, like anything, there's a lot of disinformation, misinformation, fear, uncertainty and doubt. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. Facebook is owning it. Therefore, I'm not, you know, which they don't, of course, yeah. as we know. But from a creative standpoint or a photographer standpoint, I look at it overlaid with all this NFT stuff that's going on as sure. this is a blank canvas that presents yeah. opportunities that we can't even imagine right now in terms of, yeah. you know, selling stuff inside of this world, hanging virtual art in people's virtual spaces that has different yeah. permissions on it. What does it look like? What is the aesthetic for that world? Is it just one aesthetic, you know, right. is so much. You need to spin off a whole nother team for the well, metaverse, it feels like. Yeah, we're actually doing, um, we're actually presenting, and I'll send you the information right after this. We're, we're presenting a whole uh, live stream about this trend specifically quite soon, um, just to Excellent. take a deep dive um, in, because it deserves so much attention. Both what you said, these are early, early days, but like the rest of the world, it's moving and developing so quickly. And I think that's why there's this kind of breathless, confusion and discomfort because people, you know, hadn't heard about it, let's say in the summer, then suddenly you hear about it all the time. And so people yeah. like with NFTs, they want to get in on a foundational understanding before it explodes, before it yeah. quote gets away from them. But I, I would just say that it's not going to get away from us. It's going to develop and become more clear and easier to understand for, you know, for the lay person versus someone who's making their whole living or existence off of it. Yeah. No, no, for sure. Cause there's a, you know, I, I look at it as there's, you know, we, we talk about art from the standpoint of, okay, maybe two dimensional or three dimensional, whatever, but there's, it's art, like the art hanging on the wall behind you, right? It's art, yeah. it's beautiful, it's tangible. But when you look at the metaverse play or you look at the metaverse, all those, all that three dimensional 2D, 3D stuff is kind of off now. And even things like de designing designing an, an environment for your home base inside of the metaverse, you know, where yeah. you're pulling from interior design sensibilities, yes. graphic oh, design, you know, that. all mm -hmm. that is coming together into this, this one little place. And how do you, I mean, even avatar design, like, the, right. you know, all of that, you know, it's like creating and, a whole new world. And it's user friendly. That's the other thing I'd like to mention about all of these trends is, yeah. You know, working at Adobe, I realized this. We just launched CCX, uh, and which just makes you know creating social content instantaneous. You know, to throw a few a template, an image, some words together, and throw it up on social platforms. Consumers and are are kind of demanding the fact. You know, everybody wants to to create content now, right? And that mm -hmm. is clearly visual, and all of these companies, including Adobe, are responding in kind to make the process of creativity or creation easier and easier. And so I just like to remind people, you know, all the things that you mentioned, it's like, like interior design, avatar design, you know, skins, which is there for clothing. It's becoming much more accessible. So I think that I, I want to, you know, assure everyone that what's, what is very new is actually becoming very easy to learn how to do, how to execute. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, because yeah. that was the that was the the fear. I mean, all this stuff. I mean, we could talk forever about the NFT and the crypto yeah, space and the yeah. fear, uncertainty, and doubt around that. And part of the yeah. the barriers to entry, like any other technology, kind of like drones yeah. and all that. There was right. when drones first showed up, it was the realm of garage tinkers with soldering irons right. and you know right. all, putting things together, right. and boom, and no one else could get in. And now you can go buy a drone from Best Buy and fly it in the parking right. lot if you wanted to. That's right. So, right. yeah, and the same thing for this, hopefully the NFT space, crypto and, and metaverse will become kind of like the drones of today are where, yeah, sure, of course, it's a foregone conclusion that it's easy to, to participate in that space. So, exactly. Cool. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> oh, gosh, no, no, no. I, I love I love our discussions. Um, our second motion trend is called dimensional delights. Um, love this one. You know, you're gonna always hear me say that, but I love this one. <laughs> Here we're seeing this kind of really fun hyper realism kind of colliding or meeting with a sense of sweetness and whimsy using importantly, cutting edge advanced technology to enact really surreal levels of fun. So this trend in motion is popping up everywhere online and especially out of home advertising with big campaign visuals playing with scale with optical illusions and cartoon effects to express an incredibly real sense of dimension and depth. Yes, there is very real intersection here with powerfully playful visual trend and the soft pop design trend. So all three pillars of our trends have this sense of playfulness and for design and motion, there's all this just delightful, again, delightful, 3D squishiness and um, really realistic dimensionality. Like I just mentioned, um, when we were talking about the metaverse mix, as the software powering visual effects and animation gets more affordable and ubiquitous, artists are creating really cool new animation styles in response. And we're seeing this all over our own Adobe Stock collection of backgrounds, 3D renders, and also motion graphic templates. So again, as you said, the barrier of entry is, is lowering, getting lower and lower. And so we're seeing more and more of really impressive, cool, the, here playful 3D uh, motion assets just take off because it's easier and easier to execute. Yeah, and I would agree. Do you, do you agree that if this this particular space may take off faster because of uh, the the drive of corporate requirements, let's say. So if a if a company's, you know, company X hires design firm Y to create a metaverse or create an NFT series or something like that, and that becomes the thing to do, then the tools to do that will evolve faster, as will adoption, as will acceptance and all that, because now it's no longer experimental, right? There's That's now a real budget and a and a statement of yeah. work behind oh, this yeah. thing. Oh right? yeah. I've been I've been following and developing this trend. This is probably I probably had to wait three years to release this trend because you know all of our trends are considered mainstream. So yeah. we really don't you know, we do a lot of research. So we never release a trend as a creative trend until we feel like it's hit that tipping point and hit mainstream engagement, awareness, and again, marketplace demand. That really is key for these trends. And so I'd say three years ago, I was calling this trend strangely satisfying because I always alliterate. So <laughs> because these are these trends that you just want to like squeeze and hold, you know, and yeah. uh, so yep. we ended up here. 
dimensional delight. <laughs> That's so funny you say that. My my daughter uses the phrase when she plays with her slime. She says, yeah. it's it's oddly satisfying. That's right? what she says. <laughs> satisfying. Oh, it's so good. I love it. That's so cool. Okay. And our next trend is super, super simple and really, really big. Quite simply, it's called copy and captions. So it's text or captions or subtitles. However you do it, text elements are literally a must for social content in 2022. Since if you think about it, the vast majority of social video is being consumed without sound, either it's by viewer choice or because in social feeds autoplay on mute by default, adding these text overlays has become really a critical part of creating successful video campaigns and content on the big channels like an Instagram, a TikTok, a Facebook. Also, accessibility for deaf people has finally become a higher mainstream priority as brands and consumers are gaining sophistication in their understanding of how to create inclusive content. So this trend is just flat out unapologetically unpretentious. The captions are not especially artful or designed. Instead, they aim to communicate clearly and immediately. Now, our gallery um, of of visuals here are 100% Mogurts, motion graphic templates, so that you mm. take the template and can play with it and uh, personalize it in any way you wish. Yeah. Love it. Very cool. This is so helpful. Then, I mean, you could, as a photographer, as a photographer watching this yeah. or a creative professional, you could plan your whole year looking at these. And, you know, if you're building a portfolio, you could say, yeah, I'm just going to use this as my kind of high level roadmap yeah right yeah and that's really what it's meant for for artists it's like oh okay this this and this trend relate or reverberate with the work i've been producing and or have been developing so they do offer you kind of these anchor points right to attach to and kind of build your build your path yeah i love that yeah, yeah very good cool now our last trend of 2022 but last but not least of course is uh, called Get Moving. Now, this is what I was mentioning before. This is our motion trend companion to In The Groove, which I talked about with visual trends. It's just tracking that huge popularity of movement, dance, um, and rhythm across every mainstream sector. So brands from Apple to Adidas to Toyota to Bud Light, like everyone seems to uh, be using dance and rhythmic movement because it's engaging, it gets your attention and it's so beautiful. You just want to keep watching. And that's what, you know, that's what a successful, you know, visual does is it gets your attention and it retains it. And hopefully it inspires you, which these do. They offer inspiration. And once again, just to stress, they also have this kind of visceral power of physicality, which we all could really use right now as we are tending to be isolated. And that's why a lot of these campaigns are um, showing groups dancing together because it is this beautiful sense of community and connection through dance and through rhythmic movement. Okay. And that is that is it for our 12 trends. That is so cool. There's so much to do, right? It's so interesting how these trends change yeah. just from year to year. Like we said at the beginning, we've been doing this. This is our third year running, I think, doing these sort of touch bases here. Yeah. And it's so interesting how these, I mean, it's obvious and interesting how these these trends are so aligned with what's going on in the world, but yet predictive in some ways of what's happening and where where artists should be aiming 
their work. You know, a question a question would be, you know, someone watching this may say, yeah, those those are great trends, but I'm a nonconformist. And I want to do exactly the opposite of what Brenda says I should be doing. Is that valid? (laughs) She says earth tones, earth tones. So I'm going fluorescence this year, you know, (laughs) again. But then I mean, that to me, that's one of the interesting things about this year. Actually, somebody asked me the other day, I was I was giving a presentation on these trends for a, a specific audience. And they asked me to talk about color palettes, you know, and colors to use. Something that is is interesting to me is that this year I feel like in terms of colors, anything goes, because if you think about it, I just talked about, you know, this playfulness and optimism. And that's where you could be using really vibrant palettes, vibrant tones, but you can also be using pastels because they're so sweet, you know, and sweet and cuddly, like with soft pop or dimensional delight. So you've got your brights are great. Your, your pastels are great. But then think about um, new naturalism. And there we see a lot of much starker, more minimal, more restrained neutrals. So it really, in terms of colors, it really depends on what your message is, how you want to make the viewer feel, right? Are you trying to buoy them up or are you trying to kind of calm them down and center them? Again, that more kind of neutral, softer earth tone um, would be very relevant to the centered self, where we talked about kind of finding your center, finding calmness. So this really is, um, sorry, I got off on a tangent about colors, but so much is so much here is anything goes. There's yeah. such a wide range of trends. But again, if you want to just take a gamble and go against everything I say, hey, go do it. And then let's talk. In it's art. It's art. right? <laughs> so you know, it's real quick. A couple of quick questions before we break here. The, 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 yeah. the these are visual trends for design and creative and photography. Are these directly relatable to, say, video? And, yes. and those folks. So the, the videographers that are watching this, you're not left out. This is not just for no, the design no. slash still photography people. A hundred percent video. I mean, like I, like I said, um, when we were talking about when I said, you know, anything moves is is going to be big. You know, yes. motion is gets your attention. It keeps your attention like it's motion is so great for engagement. Right. And there are more and more platforms that are motion friendly. So videographers, 100%, this is relevant. I mean, that's why we that's why we started the motion trend section of our creative trends to make sure explicitly that videographers felt included, right? Yeah, good. But visual trends that the the four visual trends that I present are relevant for any creative. And I, I like to be really clear about that. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Very, very helpful. And then the last question is, um, I guess kind of second to last question, would be uh, media, right? So we talked video, we talked stills and all that. Of course, Adobe is the kind of the operating system for a lot of creative professionals across the board, including audio. The yeah, the yeah, the creative cloud. cloud. Yeah, the creative cloud. Yeah, yeah. Uh, including audio professionals um, with, with the audio tools. Can... Uh, are there any plans to, or is are there any is there anything in the works that does what your team did for visual trends yeah. for audio trends or oral trends? Yeah, there is. There is the audio. Our, we have an audio offering as well, mm-hmm. and right now, because the audience or the buyer for audio files is the same buyer as 
motion of files and our video, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, we decided to kind of collapse them together, but I will say that I, I hope to have an distinct audio trends for next year because that demand is, is so high that that yeah. demand is growing because as video use and projects continue to scale, God knows, and podcasts often don't have a visual component, but right. podcasts are taking over the world. Yeah, thank <laughs> um, you. Yes, the, the we need, are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The need for curated uh, sonic scapes, if you will, curated sound is, is growing. So I would like to be able to offer, hopefully next year, distinct audio trends as well, because there are, you know, anybody who deals with audio knows that. Yeah. 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 And my and personally, I want to see that just for like if, if if I'm creating some sort of motion graphic or or a cinemagraph or something, what I see missing from a lot of cinemagraphs these days is that audio layer. And, you know, you have this beautiful cinemagraph of wind blowing mm -hmm. some something, you know. Yeah. Right. And there's no it's mute. Right. There's no soundscape yeah. in there just to kind of sell it, you know, and it's a computer. It yeah. can do that. I think about so. that a lot because once again, in this time of of like long-term social isolation, everyone, consumers, all consumers are hungry for um, multi-sensory experiences, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So if you have if you have a visual that's beautiful, but then if you can add sound to it, that's that much more profound of an experience for you, you know? Um, yeah. So yeah, I think multi-sensory has been growing for some time and again, will continue to. Yeah, love it. Hey, and you know, we'll leave it on this. You know, there's rumor that uh, I don't know. It, I'm pretty sure it's not Facebook, but companies that are associated with building tools for VR headsets and all that, they're yeah. working on a tool that allows you to create smell. Wow. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. No, I we, you know, we had this back like, in the day, like so 10 years like, ago. Exactly. smell yeah. vision Oh yep. my God. There was smell-o-vision because they were, remember they were going to pipe <laughs> smells into theaters so you could yeah. be there. Yeah. And then it showed up again on the web where you could put this thing next to your computer and it would, you know, create a cord of of oh sense gosh. that mixed together would make smells. And now they're but talking that, about doing it for the metaverse. So, you know. That could potentially be so disturbing and so unpleasant. But I will good. say for all of you out there who are, curious minded, which is basically everybody tuning in yeah. today. I have been for some time and continue to be fascinated by the, um, not just the notion, but the actual experience that many people have called synesthesia, which is that they experience one sense, like they, they see one color, for example, and they have like a sense of physicality or touch. They have like kind of multi-sensory experiences through one sense. Like oh, they feel a texture or they hear a sound when they look at blue. So synesthesia is really worth looking into. Oh, so much. You got yeah. so much to do. You have so much work to do. What are you doing talking to me? You got work to do. <laughs> sharing shared interests. I love it. No, this is fantastic. Thanks for doing cool. this. I, I really yeah, appreciate I appreciate all the work that went into this. The deck is yeah. beautiful. We'll have links to all this stuff on the, the blog post for this episode. Right. Um, but yeah, I think this is really helpful for creatives around the world as, you know, for, you know, for people that we generally work in isolation and yep. and have well, very too. few touch points. I, I'm yeah. sitting here in my apartment doing my research and building this stuff pretty much by myself, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's my pleasure to share it with you and, and your entire audience for sure. Fantastic. So helpful. <laughs>
Brenda Millis, thank you for coming on. And we have to we have to make it a point to not make it a year between these two. Once a year, I was gonna say let's not wait till next next or let's not wait till twenty twenty three, shall we? Do you do you believe that's only eleven months away? Do you believe that? It's so crazy. It's so crazy. Well, anyways, great to see you and talk to you. Okay. Likewise, likewise, we'll leave it right there. Thank you, Brandy. You have a you have a good rest of your week, and we'll Thanks. talk soon. Okay. Bye. Okay. This is Twitter.